Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Asking Mary Jane. It's your host, Ashley, and I'm super excited to be back with you guys. I have a great message today on singleness, and it was not even something that I thought I was going to be doing right now. Every time I get ready to do a podcast on what I'm believing I'm supposed to do at that moment, something else pops up. And the reason why I feel like this is popping up in my spirit is because I'm in that season of singleness, but I'm in it in a different understanding, a different level of understanding what the singleness means. And that's not to say I haven't been doing these things. I've already been being obedient. I've already been praying and seeking God's wisdom and and asking him for discernment against certain people. But I entered in a space of where I've asked God, I want to say maybe somewhere in, I want to say maybe it was like, was it in December of last year or November of last year? I asked him if it was okay for me to be seen because he had me hidden for so long. And at first the answer was no. So I continue to stay home, not going out, not doing much. And then when I asked again, he said yes. But this time I went out and I was on certain dating apps and I went to certain places. And unfortunately, I wasn't seen how I was supposed to be seen. I wasn't seen as a believer I was seen as a beautiful black woman because that's the first thing that they see is a beautiful black woman. Not tooting my own horn, but that's like, you know what I mean? They're they're seeing me physically, but they're not seeing me spiritually. And that caused for a lot of issues. <laughs> it's just because you write in your bio that Jesus is the most important person in your life and it needs to be the same imp- important importance level for, you, for the person that you're hoping to meet. Um, it's, it doesn't matter. Okay. Because the Bible specifically says that a man that findeth a wife finds a good thing, not a woman that finds a husband finds a good thing. (laughs) So me being on dating apps, that was stupid (laughs) because I'm broadcasting myself as I'm single. I'm ready to meet you. Hi. This is what I like. These are my interests. Like, I'm literally putting out a billboard, basically, saying, hey, pick me. And that's not what we're supposed to do. So, you know, you end up with the wrong kind of guy. And even if they have good qualities, they may not be the right guy. Right guy for someone, but not for you. So I say this to say, be very, very mindful of where you are, especially because of your walk. And this is specifically for believers. For non-believers, it should be the same thing. If you want a good man, don't go to the club looking for a man. Because if he's in the position of still wanting to turn up and party, and you're still in the position of, I want to turn up and party, you ain't ready to be settling down to be like, hey, I want to, you know, X, Y, and Z, this, that, and a third. Like you're showing that you're interested in doing what he's doing, which is enjoying singleness because, or or wanting to hook up 
in a sense. Um, some of the things that I realized in my walk um, as I have been single, it, 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 it's, it's grown me spiritually. Um, it's provided me some unique opportunities to focus on my relationship with God and my personal spiritual growth without distractions of a relationship with others. See, I realized that when I would entertain someone, I would immediately go into, I need to make sure I do this and I have to make sure I do that. And I'm overly, I'm overdoing it in a sense. And I feel like a lot of women probably are there. They've been there before. Um, when you're overdoing it. And I can't speak for men because I'm not a man, but I don't ever feel like a man feels like they're overdoing it. If anything, I feel like if they feel it's easy, then they don't have to do anything at all. But then when you walk away from it, then they're like running after you. And people have to tell you this, that's manipulation. That is a worldly thing. And it's not okay. You shouldn't play those games with people. Okay, that's one. Shouldn't be playing a game at all. I get it. The world says, oh, we got to do this to get this. It's you don't have to do that. I truly believe that a man of God who is truly a man of God is going to pursue you the way that he should be pursuing you. He's going to ask the right questions. He's going to pick the correct topics to talk to you about. He's not going to put you in a position to where you feel like you're going to compromise certain decisions that you've made for your life, nor is he going to compromise his position because he is trying and working diligently to follow the word of God and be the godly man that he is supposed to be. And if anything, the two of you connecting, if you both are spiritually connected, you should be wanting to grow together in that sense. So you both are going to be doing your due diligence to not go into any worldly things such as playing games, playing hard to get and all that extra stuff. No, I'm not saying serve yourself up on a platter, ladies. No, man, I'm not saying serve yourself up on a platter. But what I'm saying is if you are going to intentionally court someone okay so courting and dating are two different things okay courting is with the intentions of marriage the goal is marriage dating hmm it could possibly lead to marriage but dating is such a broad thing it could be short-term long-term situationships hookups It, it can be so many different things so ask yourself do you really want a relationship because if you don't want a relationship, don't date. Don't don't put yourself in that position because you don't know. And especially if you're not asking the person, what's your intentions? Like, what, what are your goals? Are, are you trying to grow towards marriage or are you just, I just want to have fun? Because there's some people out here that just like to have somebody around. <laughs> Truthfully, there's, pe- I, there's people that like to just have someone around. Okay. And if they can't have you, they'll find somebody else to do it. Because that's just the type of person that they are. Um, so another thing um, that I've learned that with singleness comes with comes contentment. Um, you have to find joy in your current circumstances. You know, don't let the world tell you, oh, you're 30. You should be married. Oh, you should have kids already. Oh, you're going to be an old mom because you're going to have a kid in your 40s. And all, my, all your friends' kids are going to be teens. And 
See, maybe God designed you to be single this long so that you could do more work for him. <laughs> so you can get things done. See, I've learned, noticed that since I've allowed my focus to stay on God, even with me quote unquote dating, because before this episode, y'all, I'm not gonna hold y'all. I'm not I'm gonna be honest and transparent because that's what that's what I am and that's what I be doing. I was dating. I was actively like, I want to meet the right person, and I hope I do. And I thought I met a really good guy. And honestly, good guy, just not the right guy for me. And I'm glad that I recognized it. It sucks that it didn't work out, but I'm not going to stop that from me knowing what God has for me. But what I've learned during the situation as it was playing itself out, dating is not a real thing. It is a worldly thing. So I've realized that when I told God two years ago that I need you to be in control, I don't want to be in control, you take full control, I gave him control over everything in my life. So when things don't work out, I accept it. One, two, I then have to go back to the top level and say, God, I told you I wanted you to be in control. Why am I trying to be in control of the situation? So... I had to give up dating. I said, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But if you bring the right person to my life, I'll recognize it. They'll recognize it. And whatever is supposed to happen will happen. But I'm not actively dating. No more dating apps. That's 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 just number one. If you are a Christian woman, get off a dating app. You don't need to be on a dating app. You know why? Because you're seeking a man and you're not supposed to be seeking a man. The man is supposed to find you doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is what? Worshiping God, being obedient, doing your job great, you know, living your life right, being like doing the things that a man is interested in in a woman. And I'm not trying to sit here and say, oh, you should be cooking and cleaning and this and a third. But a man wants a nurturer. <laughs> He doesn't want a girl in the streets. He doesn't want a party girl. He doesn't want a, a, a alcoholic. He doesn't want a smoker. I mean, honestly, like these things, and I'm just pointing out certain things. So don't, you know, get all stressed out because I'm calling out specific things. There's so many different things and so many qualities that women have that really just shouldn't be happening you know the world makes it okay so we fall into well the, the world says it's okay so i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and realistically like we just have to get out of that mind that mind frame um or sorry the state of mind and y'all know i don't really be editing these so y'all get the raw straight out like if i say something wrong i'll correct myself eventually in here or even in the description or y'all might catch it later i'm just this when i do my podcast they're not pre-written either just so y'all know none of this is pre-written all of this is off the dome out of the word that was provided to me and the only thing that i will do is i'll jot down the scripture just so that i can make sure i pinpoint exactly what that scripture is saying because i don't want to misquote the bible at all um so yeah, another thing that, um, you know, being single has really shown me is that it's preparation. You know, during your singleness, you're getting prepared. 
Um, especially again, if you are a believer, you understand that God has some things for you, but he's not going to give it to you right away because you're not prepared for it. Like there might be some women out here that don't know how to cook. Y'all do know that YouTube is free, right? Y'all can go on YouTube and learn how to do so many things. You can, y'all know the lyrics to every song. And I'm, I'm now I'm speaking to the younger generation, the younger girls. Y'all know the lyrics to every song. Y'all know all the TikTok dances. Y'all know all this stuff, but you don't know how to make a pot of rice. You only know how to put your fingers on your phone and go order something from Uber Eats or, uh, or Grubhub or whatever, whatever the case may be. Y'all just be ready to order, 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 order. Y'all don't know how to cook nothing. But then y'all be the first ones to complain. Like recently, this whole uproar online about restaurants and first dates and this, that, and the third. Y'all be the first ones to complain about where y'all going to eat, but you don't have nothing to offer other than your looks. And I'm not, again, I'm not judging. I'm just stating literal, literal facts. You cannot think that you're going to be able to get what it is that you really want if you're not prepared. You have to literally be prepared, okay? And I mean, I'm not just speaking prepared for the relationship. I'm talking about as individuals, like your character, your values, your faith, and 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 also how you treat people. <laughs> like you got to take that mirror and look at yourself and say, "What do I need to fix about me?" Because the same things that you want in a man, meaning the, the, the value and, and how they treat you and the respect and all that stuff, a man wants a woman to be the same for them. Maybe not the exact same specific things like a woman is a nurturer, a man is a provider and protector, right? But I'm talking about those core common values. You know how to speak to me. You're not going to yell at me. You're not going to curse at me. You're not going to put your hands on me. You're, you know how to carry yourself. You know how to dress in public. Like these are things that are very important. You need to notice these things about you. So you're prepared for the person when they come into your life. My mother said this to me, and I think I said this on a previous podcast, prepare yourself for the person that you want to have in your life. Prepare you for the person that you want to have in your life. Okay. Um, another thing singleness um, allows you to have is the time to serve God and others freely. Because when you have a family, when you're a wife, when you're a mother, you now have family obligations. And no, nothing comes above God. But you do have to take, you have to split your time up. When you're single, you can do stuff like this, have a podcast and talk to people and teach them about God. <laughs> you know, you can go out and read the Bible and evangelize and talk to other people and teach them the good news of God. You can literally teach people the gospel. You can go out and, and encourage people. You can sit down with younger people and explain to them what they need to do and how they need to get their life on track. You know, they, God has so many different uh, callings over everyone's lives. So you may be called to, again, you may be called to be a pastor. You may be called to be a singer. You may be called to, you just don't know. The things that God has put into your life, you don't know how they're going to be useful to you if you don't actually sit and say, let me take time to really use this for what it's supposed to be used for. Let me use it to honor God. Because at the end of the day, all the things that we have are resources, but 
the source, God, is the one that provided those resources. So we should be giving thanks and glory to him all the time. Um, and again, overall, singleness gives you time for self-discovery. Being present in your singleness really helps you to define you and find your identity in Christ. I think that is the biggest thing. Finding your identity in Christ. Seeing yourself the way God sees you, not the way the world sees you. Vanity is just vanity. It is what it is. But what's the in what's inside you is so much better. So when you work on you, you build you up in this time of singleness, it's amazing. So Again, don't let the world try to tell you, oh, you need to be married by a certain time. You need to have kids. You need to do this. No, you need to do what God is telling you to do. You need to follow what God is telling you to do. And um, there's a Bible verse, and I think I mentioned it, but I'm not sure, but I'm going to just say it anyways. Genesis 2.18, the Lord God said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. God said he was going to make a helper for Adam. Why are you doubting that he's going to either bring you the spouse that you're going to help or bring the spouse that's going to help you? You got to really trust him. His promises are already here, but you have to be in position to receive them. He's not going to just give you something prematurely. See, if he gives you something prematurely, if God would have given me my husband at 25, I don't think that I would still be married right now because I wasn't rooted. I wasn't mentally prepared, emotionally prepared, man. I was in a whole nother world. And that's not to say maybe during the course of the marriage, things would have been able to get into a certain place, but I wasn't there like I am now at all and yeah so that's just that y'all um I don't want this to be too long but I really just really really want to stress that singleness is not a death sentence don't worry rip up your list I had a list rip up your list and give it to God he's not going to give you something that's not good okay because if it's not good then it's not it's not it Okay, so remember that if it's not good, then it's not it. So just trust him, give it to him, wait for him, be still in the moment. But while you're being still, make sure you're in your word, make sure you're learning who God is, make sure you're understanding that he's not a genie. So don't think that just doing certain things is going to be like, oh, God's going to bless me now. Mm mm, mm mm. Do these things because you know it's the right thing to do. Follow the, the word of God because it's the right thing to do. And while I'm at it, before I get off this topic, in singleness, I know it is hard when it comes to sexual immorality. And when I say that, I mean I'm talking about pornography. I'm talking about sexual partners. Outside of marriage, I'm talking about self-pleasure. Yeah, these are hard topics, and I think I actually need to make an episode on this, so I probably will. But truthfully, we're not supposed to do any of that. 
And the world also wants to sit here and teach morals, values, and standards, but then they're also preaching sex before marriage. So you gotta you gotta find that fine line. I know it's hard. I I mean I personally have struggled with those three things. I have, and I still struggle. But every day I wake up and I choose to surrender to God, so that He will have control. That I'm not in control. That at the end of the day, I know that He is better than anything that my flesh could ever desire. So it's hard. It's doable. It's hard, but it's doable. I'm going to talk about this on another episode, though. But, y'all, thank you so much. And um, I hope you guys uh, tune in. Let me know what you think. Bye.